Hello, everyone. This is Realtor Linda Peltz. Today, I'm here with Michelle from Hero Loan Team, and she wants to kind of give you an insight on what the process is. Take it away, Michelle. Oh, thanks, Linda. Well, yeah, I just know that there's a lot of people out there who are wanting to get into home ownership, maybe for the first time, and really not sure where to start or how that process goes. And so I thought we could just kind of walk them through that process. So um, that's a good idea because, you know, even if they bought one like 10 years ago, the process is way different than it used to be. Yeah, so absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's very not rarely all you first time that... home buyers, all you old home <laughs> home time buyers. The process <laughs> has changed over the years. You know, my grandmother was a realtor 100 years ago. Very different, very different than the realtor oh. world we live in. <laughs> I mean, even you know, five years ago. <laughs> oh, I know. Heavy paper laden. She talked about the big, the big MLS book that was, you know, a foot thick, and you had to go through that manually to find the properties. Could you imagine? <laughs> We're very electronicized right at the moment <laughs> compared to Yeah, that. I'm very lucky that the clients can search for properties online. And a lot of times that's where I hear that people are starting. The first thing that they're doing is they're going on to Zillow or a website like that. Uh, maybe the NMLS that's attached to their um, real estate agents and just kind of looking for properties. And while that's good, a lot of times that gets me into a place where I've I'm in sort of like fantasy about what I want. <laughs> I'm looking, oh, I want this neighborhood. And I want pool. the $700,000 house. But do you know what you qualify for? Uh, right. No, but I want the 700000 Yeah, but we got to figure out what you qualify for. Have you talked to a lender? Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so the first step is either to get with a lender or to get with a real estate agent. Um, Who will in turn get you to the, the lender. Exactly. That's right. Lender's That's the first right. Step. But with that said, you're right. Get a hold of a realtor or get a hold of a lender and then um, make sure you like them because you're going to be working with them for some time here until we get this process complete. Very true. And then um, usually, typically, um, you know, we can, if they got a hold of you first, you can advise them on a, a good realtor or vice versa. If you get a hold of the realtor first, we still need to get you to a lender, but we can, we have our favorite <laughs> that we work well with. And let's face it, we become a team. So you are definitely step one. Lenders are definitely step one. That's so, right. That's right. Until and you know what point. you qualify for, why are you wasting your time looking at million dollar mansions when we all know that's not real world in most of our lives anyway, right? So yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and, and such a good point because if you have a, a realtor that you have always kind of liked, you've trusted, or there's someone in your family, whatever, that can be your first step. And then that realtor can get you with the lender that they work with often, usually they have more than one lender, they're going to get you with whoever is going to benefit you the most or your personalities they think are going to mesh or they specialize in VA or whatever. Um, and then you can get started in that process. So the next step in the process, like you said, is just kind of talk to that lender and the lender will answer all of your loan questions. So that's another thing that often happens that I'm sure you're used to where the, the clients are asking the realtor all about their loan. <laughs> <laughs> and my financial versa. questions exactly and that's what I keep right. saying well 
That's a financial question. Uh, remember, we needed to get you over to the, the lender. And, and if they've already been over there, then it's like, well, that's a financial question. You need to get a hold of that lender. Or, right. well, here, let's get you a hold of the lender and let's get those questions answered. Because, right. yeah, they do have a tendency exactly. once we get in on these projects to think we're one in the same and we're not. You handle all the financial and I handle all the house stuff. So <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so... You guys send me out to handle whatever, some of the physical stuff on, on whatever you need for the loan package. But but for the most part, most of the financial stuff's handled by the, the lender. So I'm not that's right in all the different rules that changed this year. So <laughs> And same, same with the lender. We're not versed in all the rules that the real estate agent is uh, privy to. And like, well, can I have my dogs with this property? And like, whatever else kind of things might come up. What's the advantage or disadvantage of an HOA? Like, those are types of things that really want to talk to your realtor about but so the next step once I've talked to you is that we're going to go ahead and do the loan application and a lot of people here are like whoa 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 are you going to pull my credit I've been working really hard on my credit is this going to lower my credit and um, truth is yeah we are going to pull your credit it's an essential part of that pre-approval process but the myth out there that, oh, my credit is bad because somebody pulled it a bunch of times. Um, <laughs> that's not really true. We pull your credit once um, and it may drop one or two points, but nothing significant, nothing important. And um, and you can even shop around to lenders if you want to and, and go to a couple different ones and have a couple of different people pull your credit. That's also okay. And it's not going to affect you significantly. What would affect your credit is a if soft pull versus a hard pull kind of explain the difference between that one. Sure. Yeah. There's, there's a soft pull versus a hard pull. Typically we can do a soft pull. Let's say if you are not really wanting to get on the market right away, but you're just wanting to know where you stand and whether, you know, you should, um, what kind of path you can take to home ownership in the future. So if you come to me and you say, listen, I'm not really ready to start shopping. I want to, um, you know, my I want my kids to graduate from school before I start shopping for the house that I want. That's going to be six months down the road. I just want to get an idea of where I sit and where I need to be by then. That's when we would do a soft pull, like Linda was talking about. And so, like, that's not um, going to ding your credit the same way that a hard pull will. But when it, Linda wants to go out and show you properties, she's going to need a pre-approval. And that requires a hard to pull. gain access. <laughs> very true. Very, very true. That's and that's right. a very good point because I get people all the time that say, hey, I want to go look at this house. I said, well, how are you planning on paying for it? Well, I don't know. Well, we need to get you over to the lender. Oh, no, I just want to go see the house. Well, what's what good does it do to go waste everybody's time and go look at that house? when you're not ready and it'll be an escrow with some other person by the time I get you over to the lender and get you ready. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. So um, that's a very valid point is I can't even gain access to these a lot of times without you being a pre-approved buyer. So, mm -hmm. and that's another good point is um, these homes uh, yes, they're staying on the market a little bit longer, but we're, we're talking days if it's a lucrative home, not months. I mean, there's certain issues, which we've talked about before, that does hold a house up out on the market 
that has nothing to do with with the house. It has to do with maybe what's ever going on in the personal seller's life or or uh, whatever. I mean, there's just different things that hold them up. But but for the most part, most of the lucrative homes that people actually want and and is a nice home and good area. Um, for an example, I just had one that uh, he had his choice of three homes in the area that he wanted to be in. Well, it wasn't the houses he wants. So he needed to go up in price because, you know, he wanted a bit, you know, a bigger home in the area that he wanted it in. Well, right. And he, he really wasn't quite pre-approved. So, right. We had to get him over it. Well, all of a sudden one popped up that he wanted. Well, he wasn't ready because, right. He kind of drug his foot on getting over to the, the, the lender you know, thinking we'll find the house and well, it's not out there. Okay. But you still have to be ready. He almost missed out. If it hadn't been for the fact that there was an issue on the home, that it held it up on the market. I wouldn't have had time to have gotten him through the lender and get him over to it because he had his choice of one home. So if that didn't work out, you know, you just missed it. So it's a good point. You have to, you have to know, and you have to have your pre-approval even if it sits there for six months, you have to have it. So when that perfect home pops up, because we don't, we're still shortage of homes. We we have to have that pre-approval to get going on. I mean, that's just common sense. You know, you have to know how you're going to pay for the house if you find the one you want. And those homes just aren't going to sit out there and wait for you. So make sure you're ready. So lender is very important. Very important. Yeah, even if it just sits there for six point. months. Yeah, that is such a good point because that that is oftentimes what happens. First of all, put yourself in the in the shoes of a seller and you're having to you're living in that house and you're having to clear out anytime anybody wants to come see it and you're not going to want anybody coming to see your home that isn't actually serious about wanting to purchase. That's number 1. And number 2, like you said, it's like, well, I just want to start shopping and if I find a home, then I'll do the process right and and the truth of the matter is that nine times out of ten you're gonna find that perfect home and you're gonna say hey linda we want this one this is perfect it's right in our price range it's exactly what we want and you're gonna say well you're not ready like you said like we you haven't given the lender the documentation that you need because basically we need your um, proof of income and um like employment history stuff like that um it's not hard to get the information that we need it's pretty easy it's most people can get into us a day or two but yeah Mm-hmm. Exactly. Sometimes you do and you don't know what it is that you need. So if we do that in the week before you really start shopping, by the time you get to the house that you love, even if that's three months down the road, like Linda said, like you're going to be ready and you're going to be aggressive. And instead of being like, this is the house we want. Now I'm going to get with the lender. Now I'm going to get through the process. Four or five days later, Linda's ready to make your offer. Well, that house is already in contract. It's gone. It's already in escrow with with some other lucky buyer that was pre-prepared. Now explain to them the difference between a pre-qual, a pre-approval and an underwritten approval. Cause my, especially in this market where we're so short on homes, I prefer to have them on with the underwritten approval. Yes. It shaves off like 10 days. <laughs> Absolutely. Get them, get them closed. So explain yes. the difference. Those. So the pre-qualification is if you were to 
basically have that conversation with me. Tell me all of the things that you're looking for and then fill out the application, but not, um, you, you, but you know, like not want a hard pull on your credit, just kind of want to get to uh, a, a baseline of what you could um, get. So it's, so it's a lot of like guessing. It's a lot of estimation. That's a pre-qualification. Look, based it's on a not soft a sure deal though, pool, is it? That's right. Not even close. It's, it's like, okay, that was a soft credit pool. We think your credit looks like this. You've told me you make this amount of money. You've told me you spend this amount of money. This is about what you can afford. So then when we turn around and we do a pre-qualification, or I'm sorry, a pre-approval, that's when we'll have run your credit on a hard credit pool. We'll know exactly what your debt looks like. We'll know exactly what your income looks like. And then that's when we can say, okay, this is a pre-approval. Now, what we like to do at Hero Loan Team are fully underwritten pre-approvals every time. And like Linda said, Those are my that favorite. can Exactly. That's the difference between getting a home and not getting a home sometimes because with a fully underwritten pre-approval, you'll have submitted that supporting documentation to verify that you actually make the income that you've put on your application. You will have submitted the um, anything else that they might be asking for, like, for example, if you child support is a part different. of your, like, whatever. So there's going to be a lot of documentation that they need to check off the list when you finally are closing on your home. Well, we start collecting a lot of that paperwork beforehand. That way, when Linda puts in an offer, she can say, you know what, we can close faster than those other people. So we may not be offering as much, but they're probably going to take longer. You said you want to be out of this home in you know, 20 days, we can do that for you. So we're offering you a 20 day close, but we're offering you asking price. And they may say, you know what? That's more important to us. We want out of this house in 20 days. Linda can do that. I'm going with her offer. And, and that's what that full. And I submit a lot was. of times that it's in under through underwriting, right? If you, <laughs> if you, cause we work as a team once, once we team up and we start looking for your home, the lender and the realtor is now officially a team and we have to work together and and that's I right. have to rely on the information that the lender gave me and that's what I sell I'm selling you the buyer to the seller saying oh no they're great they're this they're that but I'm relying on your information that yes they're they're fully underwritten they went through the process they're strong buyers this is not going to be a problem to get it closed because right nowadays, very few homes, not saying they don't, but very few homes actually go for cash. The loan company's money's just as green as the next guy's, but we do need to make sure that it's kind of a sure thing. And that's where your underwriters kind of come in. Right, right. We want to be able to deliver on that close. And, and that's for, you know, the for your protection as well, the client's protection, because um, the last thing you want to do is think, okay, we're going to close. And we have, um, you know, this many days to do so. And now you've given your notice at the place that you're renting or you're selling your previous home. There's all these other things happening. And then the last thing that you want is for to have not given all that documentation and suddenly something pops up that it's like, oh, no, actually, you were off work for six months and there's no record as to why. And now we can't actually do what we said we were going to do. And so it's really, really important for for the client as well to have that 
a surety that we've done everything. We've checked all those boxes and there's not going to be any surprises that even you didn't know about. Sometimes I've had clients who have some sort of collection from, you know, 15 years ago that is like hidden in their credit report. And if we didn't do our due diligence, that could screw up the, the um, purchase. I think the strangest one I heard about was I was actually on the listing side, but it was one of the buyers that came through and um, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't too funny for the poor little buyer who missed out on the house, but um, he owed IRS money and they, the lender said, okay, go make a payment to them. Not don't pay the whole thing. Just make a payment, set up a payment schedule because he only had so much money, right? And he was going to use that for the closing costs and different things. And he went down and he paid off the IRS. Well, what money do you have to close on? Well, you told me to go make a payment, schedule a payment, not make a payment. Oh, so he lost out on the yeah. house because he no longer had the funds. But that was kind of, I think, the strangest one. And we had got all the way through closing. Everything was fine until... He, he went down and he used all his money to pay off his IRS debt <laughs> instead of scheduling a payment for him, scheduling, you know, a payment schedule. So, whoops. <laughs> yeah, well, and that brings up a really good point, too. And and we tell the client this all the time. Once you get into an offer, um, once we have that fully underwritten pre-approval, don't change anything don't go get a different job. Don't you pay off any credit cards in full. Don't get a different car. Like don't change anything. Wait the 30 days or, or more or less, whatever it is to tell you actually sign that documents. Those documents are closed. You're in your new house. Then do whatever you want, <laughs> but don't just don't anything. plan on buying a house for a while. <laughs> Otherwise you're back to don't do anything. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Don't do anything. <laughs> don't do anything. Don't change anything because so many times somebody will, you know, do something where it's like, well, I changed jobs. It's the same, you know, type of job. It's whatever. It all these justifications that I might think, well, it's not going to matter. But it's really, really important to talk to your loan officer before making any purchases, before any changes in employment, before any changes at all, and just say, hey, this is what I'm planning to do. Is this okay? And we can become part of your family for a, a couple months. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> How long it takes you to get through this. So just plan on running, running all changes by one or one or the others. Because usually I say, because sure. I get a lot of the calls, I go, well. That's a finance question. Let's get a hold of the lender. <laughs> so I, I'm like this, talking to both of them, going, they would like to make this change. <laughs> Can you go right. over how that's going to affect them? Yes, <laughs> so yes, exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Step one, talk to a lender. Step two, turn in all your paperwork. Step three, starts moving over to the, the realtor, but my preference is you get all the way through underwriting. So step three is, have them submit your credit and get your actual pre-approval with underwritten capabilities <laughs> for right. me. That's right. Because at that point, you've been getting houses from me. You've been looking at them. Zillow is not always accurate. I send you only the real stuff. I don't send you that's all right. the stuff that's pending or, you know, you sometimes they call me and say, hey, it used to be in my portal, but I don't see it anymore because you missed out on it because <laughs> it falls out. And then as they go active, they go straight into your portal. So, 
you know, they look out on Zillow and see whatever, 25, 30 houses, and yet they're only getting five from me. It's like, yeah, because Zillow is not accurate, people. <laughs> I'm sending That's you the right. five free ones. It's real time. <laughs> so right. I'm not hiding That's anything. Right. So, That's right. so step four or step three is try to get underwritten. It really helps yeah. you as well as it helps my job considerably okay. selling selling you onto the seller so that we can get your offer through. And then step four would be get over to the realtor or, and, and. Well, I, I would say step four is don't change anything. Step four is don't change anything. And then step five, start shopping well, with your realtor. Start yes. shopping. But, you know, somewhere in between there, in between talking to the lender and getting you fully underwritten, we can start, what, what they call an auto prospect and set you up where it links up. It's a, it's a software program that links up with your MLS in your area, whatever area you're looking at. And it's what they call an auto prospect. And it'll automatically, as homes that match your criteria go active, they'll automatically email to you so that you don't have to go hunt in Zillow. You don't have to go hunt in realtor.com or any of those others, Trulia or any, wherever you like to hang out and look because you're getting the real stuff, whatever filters right. you've set up. So you can be dreaming and looking while you're, you're getting the lender all situated, Yes, but you're right. I can't do anything till I get, I prefer at least a pre-approval Prequal is great, but a lot of times our offers get rejected just because they, they can tell just by a prequal that they're not truly ready. Right. They have no That's clue. Right. They haven't That's submitted right. any paperwork, but she's just already went through what the difference between those letters means. So now if somebody offers you a prequal, that's all great. At least you did talk to somebody, but go on and continue, get that full-fledged pre-approval and preferably get it through underwriting. You will have such an edge over a lot of the buyers out there because we have this problem with all of them. It's not just one specific individual. It's, it's a lot of the buyers out there just don't understand the process. And they said, well, I made the phone call. So they think that's good enough. And it just, it really yeah. isn't a lot of times. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and that's about it after that, you know, you find your perfect house and then we go through the rest of that process, which we don't really need to talk about. I don't think you're now. No, it's just a lot of, I think, going through the paperwork and you're dealing, you're dealing with your back office. I'm dealing with my back office and the exactly. rest of the agencies that we're dealing with as far as the transactions go. You've got, you know, yeah. when, once you take you care of everything contract, you're dealing with escrow. Once you get into contract, you're dealing with inspectors. Yeah. Once you, you're in escrow, you're dealing with many different agencies. And that's my job is to coordinate all you different agencies out there. That's right. That's right. We take care of all of that for the client. Once we're in escrow, it's not like you're having to track, okay, when do I need to get this? And what do I need to do here? We keep track of it for you. If there's any more paperwork we need, we let you know. And then we make the smoothest transition from escrow to close. And then you get your keys. <laughs> communication. I think that's the super, super big key. Don't yes. you? I think it's just communication. Definitely. We're all specialize in our own industry and we have to be able to be a good communicator with these people because they don't know that's why they come to us so communication right. i think super big key in both our industries yes make yeah, a, no. make a good teammate <laughs> i think that's a good, good that's teammate. right 
That's right. We be a good communicator and make other. a good teammate. <laughs> exactly. Right. 100%. Oh, you're always fun, Michelle. Thank you so much for uh, joining me today for our little uh, talk on, on uh, real estate. Do you have anything else you'd like to share? You want to give your information and I'll include it in the. the yeah. Yeah. It's Hero Loan Team, and the uh, website is really easy, HeroLoanTeam.com, or you can call me directly. Um, it's 559-314-6760. Uh, um, but, you know, Linda can always get you uh, in touch with Definitely. me as well. We also do programs for people in the hero field, so medical education, uh, military law enforcement and firefighters. So um, if you are in one of those fields, we can absolutely um, find whatever programs um, are available to give back to your service to the community. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Everybody, Hi. this is Realtor Linda Peltz. Always a good time with Michelle. Thanks for joining us again and giving us some insight into that. I will catch everybody on the next one. I hope you have a wonderful day. My license number is 01997670. Have a great one. Thanks.